welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome to episode 94 of another Woodshop podcast, voted least likely to succeed by Video Podcast Monthly three years in a row. Those guys are Ooh. dicks. Yeah, I they don't know what they're talking about. I heard Video th- podcasts? <laughs> How'd they do that three years in a row, though? Oh, we already they got They knew it before it even started. There's some upper covers. <laughs> they also said Betty White's the worst, and I thought that was not cool. Oh. oh too soon, Mike. Too soon. What happened? Oh. God, All right, God rest so soul, she. <laughs> yeah, she was great. Uh, you know, uh, what was the thing? You, what was the joke you made, Dan? You made a good Golden Girls. Thank you for being she our was friend. Our woodworking influence. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. I just wanted to thank her for being a friend. Thank you, uh, yeah. Betty White. We uh, this one goes out to Betty. Uh, this episode, Whoa, actually, this episode Betty. is. Oh, <laughs> White Betty. <laughs> That's good. It's the opposite of Black Betty. Um, oh, God. <laughs> big thanks to our patrons. You that guys, was good. That was good. I like that. Big thanks to our patrons. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Uh, we got three new patrons, which is them showering Christmas miracles upon us. <laughs> thanks to uh, Chuck Kennard, Scott Harrison, and Brady Nelson. You guys are awesome. Thank you so thanks, much for guys. the support. You guys rock. That's awesome. Uh, also... We got what some would call a review. And we know it's a review because this is playing. Go, Black Betty! Ramble him! Uh, and with that, I'm going to read a review because that's what happens during the review segment as I read them. But when I'm stalling like this, it's because I went to a different place. <laughs> He's definitely uh, so- <laughs> not stalling for time. <laughs> no. Big thanks to Ken K. Uh, five out of five, of course. That's the only option. We have it set that way. It's an agreement we had with Steve Wozniak. Uh, love the intro music and banter. Just discovered this podcast. This guy just discovered this podcast on the 30th. He's starting with the oldest and I am now in episode six. That is awesome. Ken, you are awesome. Fun and educational. Half of that's right. Love the intro. Sounds like the intro to a detective show during the seventies. And it's so true. (laughs) Uh, could make a good ringtone for messages received. Actually, we should sell that ringtone and then immediately have us sued by epidemic sound because it's their sound. But yep. we're going to do it anyway because we're bold. Uh, it's our truth. Looking forward to getting the most recent releases. <laughs> so, big thanks to uh, Ken K for checking out the show. Ken, do you realize you can go back and listen to the old ones too? That's what he's saying. I mean, if you get Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Oh. I think he's, oh. he's going through he's, all of them. Uh, yeah. He's starting with the oldest and I am oh. now in episode six. Oh, Look, man, I don't listen well. I don't know if you know this It, it gets better and worse. Right. At the same time. At the same time. It's like this. And then you'll Here, know when you hit the peak. Here's the, pinnacle. the fun. Here's the education. And it, somewhere it goes like this. And it stops yeah. being educational and it's just fun only. So we've got to like, <laughs> stop people. So. I need to draw out a curve of some sort. Some sort of graph would help us with this. But anyway, big thanks to Ken. You're awesome. We're moving to Pie the chart, intro please. because um, we, we, you know, we didn't do a show last week. We did a best of. Next week, we're not really going to do a show. And by not really, I mean we're actually not going to do a show because <laughs> uh, Dan <laughs> and Peter coming out to my house. And the reason Dan or Peter coming out to my house is, one, we're in love with each other. This is a three-way marriage. Yes. We've, we've explained yes. this a long time ago. Um, no reason to hide but it. But also I wanted to 
mentioned that we are going to be going out to tour the semi-exact facility out in Minden. Uh, we're, we partnered with them. They flew Dan and Pete out here for part of this. We're going to go check out their facility. We're going to be sharing their facility, doing some stories around that. We're going to be driving out there, a little mini road trip, about an hour and a half out. That's Maybe two hours. Minden, Nevada, yeah. Minden, Nevada, yeah. I'm I'm about 90 miles from there, so it's gonna be about a two hour drive for us. The snow's been pretty bonkers out here, so it might be a little bit more. Trips. We we might be, yeah. They, there's not We're a lot of people. The tractor. There's not a lot of people who drive out on that road, so Dan's gonna have plenty of opportunity to pee. Uh, no one will see <laughs> cool. it on the side of the road, and he won't get uh, you know one of those sex offenders. Except for the big busts, yellow so. spot, <laughs> right? What are you <laughs> doing? Little, I'll write my name in the snow. I'll write my name in the snow. That way people know it was yeah. me. Pete. You want my autograph? Go go down Route 78. Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> he ran out. He needs to drink more water. He's very dehydrated, man. Now, uh, <laughs> we're going to drive out there uh, in the morning, get out there, hang out at their facility, have fun with those guys out there. We're really excited about it. It's going to be a good time. So big thanks to Semi-Exact for sponsoring the trip for the guys to come out here. We're really looking forward to checking that out. We'll have... The uh, they're doing a Kickstarter for their new product release, which is a, a full bed kit, not just the hardware, which is what kit. they're known for. They make uh, metal DIY hardware, which is really cool stuff. We've all used it, uh, but now they're making a full bed kit with the DIY hardware and also the wood to make the bed yourself, which is really cool. And I think it's a good way to get people who are maybe intimidated by woodworking into woodworking. So Pete will put that uh, Kickstarter link down below and also uh, links to their social media. So thank you, Semi Exact. Um, also, yeah, we're not doing a show next week because of that. So Dan and Peter are going to be here. I cannot wait to spend time with these guys. We'll talk more about that. But um, let's jump on Damn, into our week. show it's, of 2021. Yeah, this is the last Crazy. show. So we're going to talk about our week. We're going to talk about our Christmas. I mean, that's – I don't think any of us ever? have been in the shop. I mean – Ever this year. It's the last show ever of this show, of this year. This year. Yeah. So okay. I am going to yeah. play this song because – if I don't, we won't hey, really actually hey, know. Hey, goodbye. Oh, okay. I guess no, we'll that we need to isolate that um, for something. I don't know what. I guess it'll be the end of every episode now. It's Dan <laughs> saying, hey, 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 goodbye with a bad cold. Uh, but let's play Instead this. of you saying, kill it. Uh, sounds kill good. It. Right. Here's this. What's on my bench? Outstanding. Just, just gold. Uh, Dan, I think I want you to talk first because you – I know you're fighting the sniffles, bud. So how was your Christmas? How was your week? I'm assuming you've been out of the shop. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I've been in the shop. Our Christmas what? was great. Uh, we don't – so we don't typically buy the kids a whole lot of gifts. I don't see the point in that because they get a lot of stuff throughout the year. Like, So we usually get them three gifts or so each. And this year we got them an Oculus VR headset. Nice. And that thing has been awesome. We've had several people over to the house – uh, for Christmas, and we had some friends over for dinner the other night. And every time somebody comes over, like we get out the Oculus and we all play a game or two or whatever. And it's fun. It's super fun. The kids love it. Our f- <clears throat> family and friends love it. It was a really great purchase. What sucks about that, though, is all the extra money we've spent on games. <laughs> That's how they get you. Nobody warned me about the game situation. That's how they yeah. get you. It doesn't come with anything. So we've probably spent the same amount of money on games as the actual VR headset. But. Whatever, the kids love it, and that's all that matters. Um, as far as the actual shop, nope, let me back up. I bought myself a gift, but it's from my wife. She got that me was some nice Airpod, slash you. AirPod Pros. Whoa. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, for oh, I thought it was like a mustache pass. <laughs> I'm gr- if you're not watching the video or if you haven't been following me on IG, I'm, I'm growing a very nice mustache. Dan's not Maybe. stuffy. It's just the hair's getting in his nose. He doesn't know how to deal with it. <laughs> He's allergic to his own mustache. 
I drank a lot of eggnog, and this sucker can hold a lot of eggnog. Let me tell you what. The old um, mustache. Slap top of mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got AirPod Pros. I don't get woodworking stuff anymore. I usually get uh, gift cards or just straight cash, which is great. You know, I buy my own stuff. It's just easier that way. Yeah. Um, as far as the actual shop goes, I was almost done with the big door, right? And, uh, you know, mistakes were made. I uh, I took it to have it flattened. And when I took it to have it flattened, it started out at two inches thick. Or actually just like right under two inches thick. It was like one in 31, 30 seconds. It was like really close. Um, but we, we chased flatness on it a little bit. You know, you flatten the top, flip it over, flatten the other side. And it still had a bit of a, a rock to it. You know, you could tell it wasn't completely flat. So it probably was flat. Flip then it you back release all that wood, and, and it releases grain tension. Is what exactly. I mean. <laughs> it's like you, so you release tension, or you you in, introduce a little heat from the bit mm-hmm. to it. You know, and that'll that'll uh, make it not so flat. Probably saw that. You mustache. know, but it was it was like it Got was it's the mustache. The heat. <laughs> I didn't have the mustache at the oh, time, so well, I don't. Then I don't, then I don't, I don't know what buy it was. that. I can't explain it. This is yeah. <laughs> two days of growth right here. Anyway. Uh, Chasing flatness, so it got down to an inch and a half thick. And if you're not familiar with door building or doors in general, standard door thickness is one and three quarter to two inches. And I was really hoping that one and a half would be fine, and it's not fine. So I had to reskin the door with uh, more quarter sawn white oak, just basically gr- gluing a panel on top of the door and uh, going from there. And that's where I'm at with the door. But that wasn't as I bad, right? To... You, you really no, it, it wasn't terrible. So put... But, you know, it's just more time and more money that I didn't want to spend. Uh, so now I just have to trim off the edges. You know, I, I skinned it and I, I let it overhang a little bit on all the sides. Then I'll just flush trim it and be good to go. And I am going to take it and have it flattened one more time <laughs> because it's now at two and a quarter inches thick. So I have a quarter inch to spare. Or three quarters of an inch to spare if you, you know, figure, go down to so the... Uh, I was going to ask you, why don't you Not three quarters, you, you want to like go back down up. to one and a half, that would suck. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that would suck a lot. <laughs> why don't you set up like... <laughs> Everything I put on there is kind of... <laughs> you should have set up like a trim router sled and do it all in your shop. Like you did with the, the MDF bookcase. I hate you. I think you're funny. <laughs> you're not. What? Well, I'm, I'm confused why you're confused. I feel I feel like you're just attacking me right now. Is that what's going on? No, just a like, sander sled. It's like your signature move. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. That'd take forever. <laughs> um, uh, aside from the door, oh, I do have a project that I need to work on. I'm probably going to start on it tomorrow. I need to make a uh, yoga rack out of uh, cherry. It was yoga walnut. Rack? I hadn't started on it. Yoga rack. What is it? Like do? a yoga mat yoga rack. rack? Oh, mats. Okay, I got it's you. It's just going to. No, I got you. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. It'll hold mats mm-hmm. and stuff. It, it's cool. going to be pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those are fun projects. Those are quick wins. Yeah. Make sure it's sturdy yeah. enough. It's but they, they ordered it a couple weeks ago, and you know, I was like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And, and initially, they wanted it out of Walnut, and he messaged me uh, like two days ago and said, hey, did you start that yet? And I was like, ah, no, sorry. He goes, no, that's fine. I actually want to change it from Walnut to Cherry, if that's cool. I'm like, yeah, that's perfectly cool. No problem. So it's a good Very thing cool. I didn't start it's only that. Twice as much. But I'll probably so. going to start it tomorrow. It should be really easy. It's, it's a, just going to be a square with a couple pegs in it, like a uh, big inch yeah. dowels. So I need to go get some big dowels. 
Um, and bow ties, bow oh. ties, living life, living the bow tie, bow tie life, alert. Because <laughs> 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 uh, you know the bow ties are paying the mortgage, man. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> bow ties are paying the mortgage right now. It's crazy. Whatever. Uh, I released a few new products on my uh, Etsy store, and they're doing okay. So all is well. Awesome. What about you, Mikey? Let me let me hear about you. Uh, well, first I wanted to mention that we have some show title options, and I want to. Re- we have five horsepower Nintendo Switch. Uh, we have Daniel Sanchez from Dan's mustache, or we have the Dirty Dan, or the Dirty Daniel Sanchez, or if we really want to chase some, or if we want to chase some SEO, we just call this episode ninety four Betty White biography, just to see if we can get some clicks. Oh my! <laughs> what about Whoa White? Buddy. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to bring in a whole. New I feel story. like that's got some. <laughs> yeah, there's some undertones there. I don't uh, uh, undertones to that. That if people I don't, don't think know the, the black Betty part. <laughs> yeah. Um. So which one do you guys want? That's funny. It's funny you you say that. My wife's been calling me Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> Pedro Dunlap from uh, Napoleon. Yeah. Napoleon. Dynamite. I believe in She's science. Like, like Pedro. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Funny. Uh, that's another. Kayla calls that's me Pedro too. <laughs> Does she now? <laughs> Because your name's Pete. Yeah. Hard stop there. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Sorry. show Pump is the over, brakes. guys. So. Yeah, Pump the brakes. No, my week. Uh, you know, I've been in Montana for strong. the. I've been in the <laughs> in Montana for the week. Um, <clears throat> man, I had. Is that in Canada? Yes, mm-hmm. it is actually. No, we. You know, we were looking at moving to Montana for a while. I mean, that was the destination for us, and then things just didn't align. And ultimately, we're really happy <clears throat> we're still here. <clears throat> we love the. Uh, we love it here. Like we ended up with this property that we just. We really just absolutely love, and and it makes more sense for my business. My wife's company, because of licensing issues, they couldn't let her work out there. Um, so everything worked out great. We're really happy. But man, going out there. You're speaking of your property real fast, I cannot wait to frolic in your fields. I can't wait for you guys to come over here. I'm looking outside right now like, I don't know. That's the wrong camera. Never mind. Uh, I was going to, I mean, I'm looking outside my window right now. I love it here. It's beautiful. So I was going to say we were in Montana. I was like, it's stunning. Like, it looks like the Wild West out there. It's it's like flat and hill, like mountains and mesas and plateaus, and there's cow. It's just beautiful. It's just stunning out there, like really gorgeous. And I, I just will much own, like Nebraska. I will own property out there someday. Like I will, I will have a house out there someday. I will. Not now. It's gonna be a while. But I just buy, he's I, gonna buy a chunk like this. Yeah, I'm gonna buy one of those. Like, still property. You can put ownership. like a one inch by one inch of like the Sistine Chapel <laughs> or whatever. No, uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, I will own acreage out there i love it out there but I, I got back to california and man california it's really beautiful here like i can't i really love it here but it was a really nice vacation it was hard for me to not focus on work i ended up doing work almost every day like administrative stuff a lot of this administrative stuff i just like oh let's do it, let's do it later and then like i was able to get a lot of administrative stuff done like early in the morning i would wake up before everyone else is awake <clears throat> get myself some coffee sit down and just get it done it was like so nice i was it was just really nice uh i had some good time with the family uh, my poor sister, my brother-in-law, <laughs> while we were gone, there was so much snow that came to Northern California up where I live. Um, they got seven feet of snow in one night in Tahoe. They have 190 or 180, I think it's 192 inches of new snow in Tahoe or some crazy number like that. It's bonkers, like over the last few weeks. <clears throat> but my my sister and brother-in-law left the Bay Area on Saturday which is when we hopped on our plane to get out to Montana and they didn't get there till Monday late night. 
<laughs> it took them three days. They had three highway shutdowns they had to deal with because of snow. Um, it was a real nightmare for them. So it was really fun to rub it in their face that we flew and it was so simple. But they uh, they had a really tough t- <laughs> they had a really tough time getting out there. But we ended up having a really great time. It was just really relaxing. Um, dealt with a or not dealt with. I I was dealing with a lot of uh, I'm dealing with a lot of big quotes right now. A lot of big jobs that I'm trying to land. <laughs> And they're really exciting projects. So I was able to spend time on those and get emails out with customers. So that was really fun. Um, I did have a snafu happen. I shared with you guys. I don't know if I shared it on social media or not. Um, I made like a – it's called a learning tower or like a mommy's helper Mm -hmm. stool kind of thing. I made one of those and um, customer's a great customer. He's bought from me before. Um, He got it. He's like, hey, this is way too small. I was like, what do you mean? We had discussed the height, uh, but we were talking two different languages. Apparently, uh, he was telling me the height of his counter. Centimeters, No, he, he was telling me the height of his counter, and I didn't realize Stupid he metric. wanted it to be that high. I thought he wanted to be able to reach that high from the platform. So we there was miscommunication. <laughs> Nothing was clearly stated. So, uh, unfortunately, for my part, I gave it to him because he's a good customer at a really good price. <laughs> now I have to ship it back to myself. Remake a new one with a new design. Oh, no. Build a new one and ship them the right size out. <laughs> so, um, you know, no good oh, deed is kind of one of those things. But it is what it is. Uh, the guy's <laughs> a good guy. He's got several other items he's going to have me make. So I'm, I'm happy to take care of him. I'm happy to take care of my customer. But um, uh, to me, the height was great. But that just goes to show that it doesn't mean that means the same thing to someone else. So you got to make sure these conversations are had. I thought we were on the same page and I don't typically make these mistakes to be honest. Uh, it was a really crazy, it was a really crazy couple of weeks up until we left for Montana and I was knocking out so much work in such a short time. The communication wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a ton of stuff like all at once. Like it was, it just missed the conversation wasn't had that needed to be had. So we, uh, Anyway, that's going to get fixed. I got to deal with that starting on Monday. Now, is, can you just scale that thing up on a CNC? Because that was all cut on a CNC, right? Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. I mean, it's the height on it now is 27 inches. He wants it to 36 inches. So I'm going to scale. I'm just going to grab it and bloop, everything, make it a little bigger. So um, yeah, I'm going to st- stretch it out. So <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So I got to go through there. But the problem is it's a three-dimensional it's a three-dimensional object. Wait, are you are you mentioning are you measuring from the floor or from the stamp? Like the I've got to clarify that with him because if he wants it to be yeah, thirty second, thirty six inches, that thing's gonna be crazy big. Like it's gonna be. All right, we're back. We had a little technical difficulty there. Um, well, I don't know what I was talking about. Something about Christmas. Oh, I had that little snafu with the customer build, and uh, but yeah, I'm getting back, and I'm really excited to be back home. We got home last night. About eight or nine o'clock, I think, and uh, slept in my own bed. Man, <laughs> getting back home to your own stuff—it's real nice. Like it's it, tra- traveling's yes. great, but man, I love getting back home to my own stuff. It's definitely I'm a creature of habit for sure. So um, I can't wait to spend the day tomorrow, kind of work on the property. I'm taking another day off from the shop, I'm taking a day off from the shop on Sunday as well, and then Monday I've got Sean coming over to help with. Uh, we've got like three projects we need to plow through before Dan and Pete get here, so. Um, that's the plan. We got to get those done quick. Actually, Sean's got to deliver one about two hours north of here on Tuesday. So we got to actually get that done Monday. I just realized anyway, busy, busy week ahead. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to having these guys out here. We'll talk more about that here in a bit, but, uh, Pete, how was your week? Uh, week was pretty busy. Uh, took, took, 
definitely took like Christmas off. So basically Thursday, once I clocked out of work through Sunday, I did not go in a shop unless I wanted to and just kind of relax. We had some uh, uh, friends over one day. Uh, they had like a little ornament making party. I've, I've been making ornaments nonstop for the last three weeks. And well, not nonstop, but feels like nonstop because like all those little cuts, they, they add up, especially Mike, you know, on that laser when you're cutting through stuff, like it, it takes a while. It's like, if I'm doing a full sheet, it's like a 30, 40 minute cut. So, um, I've been getting a lot of those uh, together. I posted some stories. I had a lot of people inquire about getting some. So I've been shipping them out, selling them to people. And the reason I originally did it is because uh, we were doing a big family order. So. Uh, Emma's aunt uh, commissioned me to make some custom ornaments for the family. So everyone in our, or her family, not my family, got one, which is pretty cool. So everyone's pretty excited and I got to kind of nice. do my part for the entire family, which is pretty dope. Um, so I did a lot of that. I actually need to ship some to uh, to Canada as well. Shipping some to Vic. Because <laughs> um, he, oh, he wants some for Canada. his wife. Oh, Canada. Canada, Montana. Friends yeah, of Trudeau. My favorite, Canada. <laughs> North Montana. North Montana. Yeah. yeah. Tru- America's hat. It's Trudeau's birthplace. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's true. So aside from working on ornaments, Accurate. I've been working on that big CNC job and I've uh, been getting them, you know, kind of knocked out. I only have one more sheet to cut of those, um, those handles. And I broke two bits already. Uh, one initially, one just like snapped at like a quarter inch pass. Not even. It was a four mil pass and just snapped at some point. Uh, I talked to uh, Amon our tools today. They they recommended that I go with a. There's a Big Brother version of the four six two zero two, which has a full one inch five one five or whatever. It's a uh, four six four five, six two zero three. It's like five one six, I think four six five one six, and that it's is not a five one five. No, it's a not oh. a bigger like bigger bigger longer. Uh, no, it's longer. Yeah, it's not a seven eighths. It's a full inch cutting. Yeah. Yeah, and. That actually did a pretty good job. They they think it's just it heated up when it was going at full depth, and that's why it snapped right at the end of the cutting uh, flute. So the the new one was was great, and then I had a piece just come loose. The tabs broke. I think what happened is I for some reason there's even though I leveled my bed, I think uh, there's a dip in one spot, and it was going a lot deeper, which means the tabs were a lot smaller, and the tabs just broke loose, and it took a bit with it. So, yeah, like they're going to replace it, which is pretty dope. And then um, I was going with... Wouldn't that... Wouldn't, what, 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 I think your bed's good. Wouldn't that mean the sheet is... No, no, no. It's actually up? like in my bed. It's not warped up? Um, I see like where it was cutting through perfectly. And then there's like a deeper spot, like one spot where it's like cut a lot deeper. And then there's a spot in the back so that's... So your gantry is sagging? No, no, it's not my gantry. It's uh, when I flattened the bed, I stuck it down with double-sided tape. And I think it lifted in some spots. So it wasn't actually even. I need to reflatten my bed. Oh, so on the sides where it's higher. Yeah, it's, it's like higher in the back. I understand. I understand. Or it's actually lower in the back because I think those came up initially um, when it was flattening. And when I like properly sat them down, the bed's lower now. So whatever. It's That's something I just got to fix. Gotcha. But either way, it's, it's still cutting through. So I just need to uh, thicken up my uh, my tabs. It's just going to be a little more clean up. And I, uh, I went on a search for a corded trim router because usually, you know, we're going with cordless in most cases i have that ryobi one and it's great but that sucker is heavy with that big battery on it and also it would kill the battery in like 15 minutes of use you know just got to swap it out i only have two batteries so i was doing a lot of research and asking people in the community and basically it was like split down the middle between 
all of the like four major ones. So it was obviously the Dewalt, the Rigid, the Makita, and um, a lot of people recommended Bosch. I like Bosch routers. I think they're they're pretty beefy. I've never played around with their trim routers. Uh, I chose the Dewalt one, the big one that you guys recommended, um, and I know that one is great. It was sold out everywhere post holidays. So. So was the Rigid and the Makita. And I know the Makita has the switch issue where eventually it just kind of rattles itself loose, right, Dan? Like, yeah. So I ended up going with the Bosch and I am so happy. Oh my God, this little router, it, it does not slow down at all. I'm, I'm putting it, so I'm actually doing full passes on those pieces and I'm cutting them freehand. Instead of using the table, I'm just cutting them around, doing full three-eighths passes with the roundover bit. No issues whatsoever. Doesn't even bog down. So I love this freaking thing. Worth every penny. It was buck fifty, I think. So pretty stoked for that. So I just need to finish a couple more. I got about uh, 20 pairs of them done. Of those like... So they're ice climbing training tools. They're going to have like leather straps uh, for spanking and like grabbing onto holds at a gym. You know, nice. it's versatile. It's multi-use tool. You know, gym stuff. Gym stuff. Yeah, you know, gym, gym rats. <laughs> And so I got about 20 pairs. Uh, we got them all sanded. I need to do a lot of laser work now because I got to get all the logos and everything lasered. So I'm going to get that knocked out probably this weekend and early next week so I can deliver a bunch of these before uh, we go out to California. Uh, or I go out to California. Damn. Um, and yeah, that, it feels pretty good to like start knocking that project out because that's good money. And initially, obviously, there was some drama with it. But now I'm, I got my processes set up for everything. There's a good flow for everything. Feels really good, and it's been nice to get in the shop th- this last week. Um, I just feel like I'm like really in control, and I cannot stress again how amazing those stupid husky tables are. Those like like adjustable height tables. That thing is a godsend. It, having it in my shop is so nice. Having all my tools that I use all the time in it because it's got the little drawers. Uh, highly recommend it. If you see it on sale, snag it. Um, aside from that. If you're watching a video, you'll see that I am in a uh, bunker somewhere in New Jersey recording. Um, this is my basement because I had to give up my room. So my since we fin- uh, recorded the last podcast, my parents sold their house, closed on it. Everything was done with that. They moved into my office. So that became another bedroom and I'm back in the print shop. So uh, in my 3D printing space. And, uh, and I guess, oh, speaking of 3D printing... I'm getting a fourth printer. It just got shipped on Thursday. It's going to be here next Thursday when I'm not here, unfortunately. But I'm going to have the fourth one and set it up up there and uh, so have a nice little farm. The parent situation, that's temporary, yeah. correct? Yeah. They're uh, they're getting all their affairs in order before they uh, they ship out. Their house should be ready. They should be handing over keys to like raw state houses because like condominiums. Um, in January, and then my brother is going to go in with his crew, and because he's got a uh, contracting business, so he's going to come in with his crew and get the whole place, you know, decked out, livable, uh, painted, appliances, all that fun stuff. So what place? This, the my, place. My in parents' Poland? new house that they're going into in Poland. In Poland, yeah. They bought a house. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was very oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, so yeah, they're I, having I yeah. uh, they're yeah. having a condominium built. Uh, over there so they're getting one of the units and um it's almost done at this point so they're staying here for the next couple what of weeks floor? i don't know two maybe i don't know it's like short they're like i think only two not story it's like what floor is it what do you mean like is it an apartment or con- like what is a condo is a condo like a bunch of it, small houses connected to each other i don't even know what that is um it's i guess 
in this case, it's like I was just saying, it's perfect for yeah, the, yeah. for older people. Well, they like don't, those they houses don't want, that don't have a yard to deal they, with and stuff. Which that's is perfect, weird because they have to be they, on like the fifth floor. That would suck. no, no, no. It's uh, they're only two stories. They're ground floor. Yeah, it's like ground oh, floor, you. and okay. and that's it's like a townhouse garages. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a townhouse. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, but it's not a multi-story. You just get that's like cool. the floor. So you might have neighbors below you. And right. I think they're upstairs on a second floor, but um, but it's gonna be great for them. I, I'm surprised they didn't want a yard because they're always in the yard doing like landscaping. Nah, they don't want a yard that age. Come on, they just want to chill out. Give I don't want a, a nice yard. At my age. They're gonna be send a bunch so of scraps. Bored, but, but like, luckily having my dad here has been nice because he's been he loves sanding. That man loves sanding. Uh, so he's been helping out in the shop a little bit, and they're getting all their stuff organized. They're going through like old paperwork, shredding all of it, and all this fun stuff. So my basement, like behind this wall, is like all their stuff that they still need to go through before they pack it up. And uh, they got a big, big container. Uh, put both cars in there, put all their stuff, and it's going to get shipped out. So that's going to wow. be happening in that's cool. about three weeks. Three weeks to a month tops. So exciting. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of stuff with my family the last couple of weeks. So that's why I've been kind of like MIA and a little slower on social media. It's just been, I mean, Mike, you know, you're closing one house and setting up the next one. <laughs> like when we moved the first time, that was chaotic because we're just getting everything set up here. But we weren't dealing with a sale at the same time. So having to deal with the sale and get everything set up for them, it's been it's been crazy. Um, and then uh, yesterday got my uh, got my booster. Actually, me and my parents got our boosters, and we got laid out on our butts today. I'm actually very sore. Feels like I got punched by a very strong girl on my arm. It hurts. Tongue punched. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm feeling it today, but but you know, got to get it done. And we got some uh, we got some fireworks in PA, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Uh, hopefully, we can set some off today. Nothing. Isn't that against the law to have in I don't know what you're talking about. They're like sparklers and snaps and stuff. Definitely nothing that shoots up in the air and goes pop. Okay. It, okay. it isn't. Just... Oh, definitely is not. I cannot wait to see the stories tonight of Pete's property. On fire. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's going to be so great. <laughs> this well, is a huge mistake. My, uh, my neighbor who's a cop and a couple towns over, like 4th of July, we're just like sitting on a back deck and just out of nowhere. It's not his jurisdiction. bottle rockets just going off and we're like, oh, free show. This is awesome. So... Um, well, if a cop does it, it's got to be fun. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, It's it's legal for <laughs> him. It's legal works. for me. Aside from that, Etsy's been nuts. Right. Etsy's been insane. I have a bunch of orders behind me that are packed up, a bunch that have to get packed up, a bunch that are printed out. I need to Dope. get organized. So it's been a good month. I always love how like this, you know, because I don't take on a lot of commissions. So like this two months or two and a half months from like mid-October to like first week in January, like basically builds up the coffers a little bit with some money for the next couple months to, you know, buy tools or invest in things or whatever. So it's pretty good. feels pretty good. But let's get in the, why don't we get in the show? Um, yeah, let's get those questions here. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't talk about my gift. Uh, I got a new mic because uh, coffee's an old mic. There's, getting old. You can see it back there. It's a Shure mic. I got one for Emma and I got one for myself. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited to get for that sure. installed because hers Sound, sounds outstanding. It sounds so good. So I'm uh, much excited. And then a couple other little things, but that's the thing. So basically, Mike and I are going to have to get new mics. No, you might not have to. I need all the help really I can get. My mic. It sounds amazing. My, my voice is nails on a chalkboard, <laughs> so I need it. I'm going to get like a deep okay. bear tone. Uh, right, should we go into the question? Bear tone? Bear tone. Yeah, bear tone. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> like Roar. 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 Kitty wants some candy. Yeah, bear tone. Um... <laughs> All right, let's 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 get into some questions. Yeah, let's get into some this questions. First question is from Ed called in with two, which I think is against the law, but we like Ed, so here's we missed Ed's. a week. We'll allow it. 
Hey gents, it's Ed Mancini from E&J Creations Woodworks. Uh, so my question for you guys as uh, we all end 2021 um, and you look back on your year, I was just wondering from each of you, what would be the thing that you focus on for 2022 and uh, some goals that you have set personally or professionally um, in woodworking as you go through the next year and prepare. Thanks a lot. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. You enjoy time with your friends and family, and we'll talk to you guys another time. Dan, what's your 2022 plans with Daniel Dunlap Woodworks? Uh, and the keep photography growing, business, actually. The mustache. Keep growing, keep making money, and uh, try not to go backwards. I don't really set goals at the end of the year for the next year. I just, I like to take things like one thing at a time and, uh, you know, try to improve upon what I'm doing currently. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm weird like that, I guess. I just, I just don't, I'm not a goal oriented person when it comes to stuff like that. I know that sounds weird. I like to grow and improve, but I'm just not, I don't like to set goals. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. You just celebrate the wins, but you know, if you're happy, you're happy. That's all that matters. Yeah. I'm happy. Pete. Yeah. Uh, For me, I, yeah, looking back in this year, you know, I, I finally got a lot of my like dream setups. I got my dream printing space. I got my dream shop um, until the next dream shop, obviously, but it, it, I'm excited to see where the business is going to go. I'm, I'm really heavily looking at different ideas of automation and passive incomes with 3d printing and cnc laser and files and other things so i definitely want to get more into some kind of strategy for passive income i've been working on my uh, website very seldom but i need to finish up my website get that going um and then there's some you know another like personal goal is me and emma actually want to start a podcast i want to start doing a little recording just for like for fun and see if it goes anywhere just to give it a shot and that was one of the reasons we got the mics. Well, she also does a lot of meetings and Zooms and stuff. So figured treat her and treat me. So we both got uh, the new mics. So I'm excited for that. And I just, I want to, now that I'm finally settled and things are kind of calming down, although once my parents leave, it's going to be a little way more calm. Uh, we want to start like just punch the year in the face, start doing some content, really, um, you know, really getting after doing videos and, and, and she wants to do a blog and, so it's, a lot of it is going to be working together. We're actually going to be kind of merging certain parts of our businesses, which is pretty cool. So just, yeah, like Dan said, just grow. It's nothing like a particular goal of like, I want to hit this or whatever. I want to hit 40,000 followers on Instagram. Let's, here, I'll give you a hard goal. Um, but that's that's about it. Mike, what about you? I want to hear your goals for next year now that you got the shop. Um, I have, I am very goal-oriented and I have definitely thought about this. So for me... For next year, my focus is, again, scaling, which is another focus of mine for the year because I want to keep on taking more and bigger projects on. Um, and that means – and I'm able to do that now more than ever with the property. Uh, with the scaling part of it comes staffing. I am basically at the point where now I need to start treating Sean like an employee, basically there now. So I need to have that conversation with the CPA soon. And my cousin, Matt, I want to bring him on as well. So it's, uh, I'm navigating through all that right now. Those, I mean, the conversations have already been started. So we're just trying to figure out what that means. We're trying to figure out what 
I'm going to be changing my entity from a soul prop to a probably an S corp, which is going to be interesting. But I'm also going to still keep the coffee custom builds DBA because I another thing that I didn't do this in 2021 that I meant to do is I am going to go get my um, my cabinetry and millwork uh, contractor's license probably on Monday. So um, I'm getting way too much you know, cabinet jobs that I need to turn down because I can't do them because I can't install them. So it makes me not able to do them. Sean actually has a lot of experience in that. He was a framer for a long time and he worked in a production mill shop for years. So uh, he knows how all that goes. So we're going to, I'm going to start chasing more of that stuff. I'm actually chasing one right now. I don't think I talked to you guys about that. Um, I'm chasing one right now. It's a big kitchen remodel and um, they understand my situation. And if I get it, I basically have to get my cabinetry business license or my contractor's license. So um, I'm working on that right now. What's that and, process uh, like, like for getting one of those? Is it just like uh, you apply for something? You got to take a it's test or something? different from state to state. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different, different from state, state to state. state. But for my state, which is California, you have to go with the California State uh, Licensing Board. And um, you have to show experience in the trades, which I was fortunate to work at my family's business for – six years. So I can use that experience. I'm going to get two references. I do have to pass a test and uh, I have to get bonded, which I'm already insured. The bond isn't too big of a deal. It's like a $12,500 bond. That's going to stay in the DBA because you, I want that for me. Uh, not, I don't want the coffee custom builds S corp business entity to hold that license. Cause if anything ever happens to that, I still want to hold that license. So Mike coffee will hold that license. Um, so it's a process. I don't think it's going to go quick, but I got to start it right away because this, there's a lot of work that I want to start going after. And um, cabinetry, built-in stuff, it, there's a lot of money there and I don't want to leave it on the table, especially if I can bring on the staff to be able to do it and funnel that work and revenue through my business. I'm going to do it. So um, the other thing is networking has always worked out so well for me. I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, I want to continue to build those relationships with vendors and interior designers are huge relationship builder. I mean, not just, not just a huge, they're a huge business builder for me, especially for what I'm doing and dealing with vendors, uh, other trades guys and gals uh, and interior designers trying to reach out locally to businesses and trying to establish myself as a business. That's got a good uh reputation and stuff. That's what I'm trying to do. And that kind of goes into this other side, which is coffee farms. The reason we're doing coffee farms is we want to have a well-established, there's a lot of sentiment that follows along with a Christmas tree farm. Uh, we've had a lot of people since we moved here, come to the gate. We keep our gate closed to our property just because I don't want people coming on here. And we have a lot of people go like, Hey, we want to come buy a tree. And it's like, I, we don't have trees for you. We're sorry. And they're like, man, we've been coming here for 25 plus years for Christmas trees. And it's like, I'm sorry, I don't have trees. You know, people want to keep coming back here. So we want, we are doing the Christmas tree farm because we want to, one, it sounds really fun. Like it really does sound like a super fun thing. We are only going to be in business, air quotes, 60 days of the year, really. Maybe after November 1st, we'll open up or right after Halloween. Uh, we'll be working throughout the year, but it's not like uh daily grind kind of stuff. Like if we don't get to it one weekend in May, we can finish it up in June. You know, we're not going to have customers showing up for Christmas trees <laughs> in the beginning of June. You know, there's things, it's it's a lot less busy. It's a lot less uh nose to the grindstone stuff like it is with the coffee custom builds and stuff. I like have to stay on a schedule with coffee custom builds to keep it growing. I can't like 
mosey about. It doesn't work that way. Like it just doesn't grow if I'm not like constantly chasing it, which I really like doing that stuff. So it's not a big deal. But with the farm, it's a lot more fun. But the point is, is with the farm is we're going to be able to establish our business in this local community, which is, it's going to do it much easier than coffee custom builds is. Because the bottom line is Christmas time comes around. Everyone needs a Christmas tree. Any time of the year, not many people want to spend a lot of money on custom woodworking. Uh, it's really hard to get customers. It's a lot of work. It's not like crazy lucrative. I mean, it can be if you follow hard trends like the epoxy tables and stuff. You can make some crazy money on that stuff if you do it. And I'm not opposed to doing that. Um, more and more, I'm just kind of like chasing the money there for sure because I want to keep my business going and growing. But uh, with the tree farm, we're going to focus on that a lot. And my wife's going to start focusing on a lot of that because we want to establish ourselves in the community established ourselves with other businesses in the community, which is also selfishly going to cross promote coffee custom builds. And it's going to be like a double-edged sword of like counter market or cross marketing with each other. So, and we get to have another source of income off our property, uh, which is really for my wife and I, the goal, like we really want to, my wife has a very good job, but for me, like I really, (laughs) in a way that I've never thought would ever happen in my life, I really want to make money off the thing I own which is my property, like yeah. living, uh, like it's almost like a farmer, you know, <laughs> like a we make the joke about farmer. the pine farmer, but like, yeah, but like the, the, you own this thing and it makes you money and you can sustain a living off that. That sounds great. Like I don't have to work for someone yeah. else. Yeah. Sign me up. Like, I just want that. As like, long as that, it's for not me, like, this is what's too so much exciting. work, honestly, in your case. Cause I mean, you, no, that's I my end goal work, with, I'll, I'll, with, but it can't cut I'll, into your woodworking business. That's the, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, yeah that's my end no, goal no, with any business I have. I just don't want to work for anybody else. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to cut into my woodworking business, no. But the but for the two months, uh, Christmas tree farms are crazy lucrative. <laughs> they make really good money. Um, but the other thing is it's also like a hobby for me. Like I really like working on my property and improving it and making it look – turning it into – I mean, how many people own a Christmas tree farm? That's pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of like – it's kind of silly, but it's also kind of cool. Like you come home and you come home to a Christmas tree farm, that's kind of nice. You know what I mean? So I, it's there's a lot of like positives. Obviously, there's a lot of work involved. But I've never been afraid of work. It's not a big deal. Um, I'm excited to do it all. So there's a lot of stuff planned for 2022. Um, and, I, and I didn't even think about content. And that kind of speaks to where my brain is with content these days. Like content's really an important part of my income. Like it it supplements a decent amount of my income. Um, Instagram is basically dead for me. Like I don't see much. Uh, Instagram growth is not there for me. I'll, I'm going to keep doing Instagram. I'm not walking away from Instagram by any means. I love that community. Um, when when inevitably Instagram turns into Facebook, which is a statement a lot of content creators make, uh, when eventually it kind of just kind of becomes the the platform of the previous generation, like Facebook has become, it's going to be kind of sad because there's no other community. There's no other spot where there's a woodworking community presence like there is on Instagram. Even with all the woodworkers who are big on YouTube, they're always go back to Instagram because you can talk so quickly and directly with the community there or you're following or whatever. There's a real community. They don't have that on YouTube. But with that said, I, and I said this last year, um, and it didn't happen because I got so focused on taking coffee custom builds full time is I'm really going to focus on YouTube for 2022. I have a book right here of my YouTube ideas. And uh, I have a bunch of these video ideas and I have outlines and I'm planning and I've got these things going on and I really want to chase YouTube hard. Because even with me having not put a video on YouTube, I'm still seeing gains over there. That's good. You know? And I grind my nuts off for stupid Instagram 
I do the same stable. stuff I've done. Yeah, I do the same stuff I've done for years over there, and it's just dead. There's just a s- switch flipped off right now. Um, and some people get that switch left on. I mean, I'm talking to other guys who had seen two to three years of flat lines, and they're like, I'm not doing anything different that I've done in three years. All of a sudden, yeah. they're seeing crazy growth, and I'm like happy for them for sure, but it's like it's just too uncontrollable over there. It's Wild West, you know? Um, uh, and it's fine. I mean, I love that community, like I said, but like I can't, I can't let – like Instagram would run – a good six to seven hours of my day before, yep. you know, I would invest lots of time into the into Instagram and I just can't put the time there anymore. Yeah, that's I'll put time into there because I have deals with brands to make money, but YouTube is where I want to be. When I spend that week putting a YouTube video together and I release that, if that thing gets very little views, it feels better than when a v- uh, video on Instagram doesn't get very many views. It just feels better. I don't know why it feels like, cause it's the, also the evergreen content, stupid there, reels, like Instagram. Well, it's not just that. It's not the money in there. It's just I don't like reels. They're so short. You can't convey anything. It's all super fast consumable. It's these like quick like jump clothing change like cutscene things like, oh, you jump and you're wearing a different outfit. It's too quick. There's no way to convey. Old man. You can't teach anyone anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like I, I just – it's not enjoyable anymore. Like I don't like – those videos like they're all – it's just catering to a very short attention span. That's all it is. That's all Reels has become is this catering to this very short attention span. And I really miss the longer format videos on Instagram. Like those were doing well for a long time. And for me, I got lucky because I liked making those videos and they were doing well at the time. And then my account grew because of that. Uh, now they're not what does it. So when I put a video that's longer than like 13 seconds on Reel, actually all my videos just kind of die. But um, – you know, it's just not as rewarding as it used to be. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm I'm not only is the video not doing well, but it's not even a video I like making. And that's what kind of sucks. Whereas with YouTube, I like making the video. So if it doesn't do very well, I don't really care because I did it for me. You know what I mean? We're like with Instagram, I feel like I'm chasing an algorithm super well, hard. Well, the good news is we got so. in on a ground floor on Space Hay, so we're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, yes. huge on Space Hay. Can't wait till they monetize. Yep. <laughs> no, uh, but so that's that was a super long answer. I'm really sorry. That was that was way longer than I should have gone. But uh, that's my plan for 2022. Did uh, and I think everyone answered. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the next question Ed is also yep. from Ed. Yep, I'm gonna play Ed's next question right now. Hey guys, uh, this is Ed Mancini again from ENJ Creations Woodworks. So I had another question that kind of just came to mind. So um, if you were in this situation, uh, what would you do? So um, I'm getting ready to retire from the military after 20 plus years and um, looking at, you know, doing woodworking kind of on the side, potentially growing it into, you know, a larger business (coughs) over time. but I have an opportunity to do somewhat of an internship with a established woodworking uh, business in town. Um, however long that internship is, um, would you take the opportunity to uh, do internship or even potentially employment with an already established woodworking business and take take that time to learn from them? Or would you just jump right into, you know, woodworking uh, on your own, uh, your own business, uh, just start and go and see what happens? Um, Tell me your thoughts. I look forward to hearing again. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. I'm going to go first. You're retiring from the military. Um, Very rigid structure. 
Uh, thank you for your service, for one. Very rigid structure. Uh, people telling you what to do for however many years you've been in the military, all day long. My guess is that when you retire, and I've not close to retirement age, so I could just be some guy talking out his butt. My guess is that you probably don't want to have people telling you what to do after you retire anymore. Um, that's my guess. So if it was me, and I just talked about wanting to grow my business off my property so I don't have to work for someone else, that's why I was never in the military is because I can't handle people telling me what to do. Um, I would not go work for someone else. <laughs> if I was retiring, I would, if I had the time to um, learn on my own, which I don't know if, based on the conversations I've had with you, Ed, I don't think you actually need to get your business going this way. I think you would like to see your woodworking business go that way. Uh, I think if you're doing it to kind of follow the path and enjoy the process and enjoy the moment, I think you just kind of learn it as you go and figure it out. Now, if you actually really want to get your business going as fast as humanly possible and you want to get a shop going, I think that, yeah, you go work for someone else and let them teach you. But I think you're going to find that learning from someone else is very good, but you're also learning how they did it and you're not going to learn it the way you would have learned it. And you might end up learning the thing. You might end up learning it the same way. Like you might learn it from like YouTube or social media, like a lot of us have done. And uh, you might end up learning the same thing that that guy taught you or more a uh, traditional way of doing it. But man, when you learn it on your own, it's pretty cool. Like when you figure out something on your own, it's, it's pretty cool <laughs> way. Um, that's just my opinion. Dan, I know you hate being told what to do. <laughs> I do hate being told Dan, what to do, but give you us know an what? answer now. Stop it. I don't like that. Uh, I actually had the opportunity to do something sort of a, an internship with a another local woodworker. Uh, we did have a uh, an agreement on how I would be paid. It wasn't an unpaid internship, but you know what? I think if you have the opportunity to do something like that and you have the capability, <clears throat> um, you know, you're going to be retiring from the military. So I would assume that you're going to have a, a paycheck coming still. I say do it. I think the benefits outweigh the negatives. And I, uh, I do want to, after you're done, I do want to addendum to mine because I, I, in general, I want to say I agree with Dan. If you have the opportunity to have someone teach you how to do woodworking, do it. But I think for Ed's situation as a guy who's retiring, I hear all these stories, these guys retiring, like I'm going to go work at like a golf course or I'm going to go work at like as a greeter at like a hardware store or whatever. They all end up hating it because they don't want to work for someone else. But anyway, I, but overall, I want to say right off the bat, I do want to say I, overall for 95 maybe this people, is, I agree with Dan. Maybe this is more of, you know, a general statement and not just directed towards Ed entirely. Fair. Uh, if you Fair. have If you have the opportunity to go do an internship, you know, I say do it. The the positives outweigh the negatives. I I had the opportunity to do it with a, a local woodworker here. Uh, his name was Jamison. He does a he has a business called Wood Chaser, and it was great. I learned a lot. Uh, I have said in the past that I've worked in a woodworking capacity since 1997, but it ha hasn't always been furniture. I so I got to learn quite a bit <clears throat> about networking and you know getting together with other local makers and and figuring stuff out it would, i i had a very great learning experience so i say do it um i do agree with mike 
in the in that it was hard for me because I don't like taking orders from other people. That's why I've been self-employed since 2011. I cannot stand having people tell me what to do. Even in the comments on Instagram or TikTok, when people are telling me that I'm wrong at something, it, it irritates me. I want to snap back at them so much, but I try to keep it under control. I, Thank that's you for your just feedback. how much I hate, I hate being told what to do. Um, so I, I can relate to that. Um, but if if you want to make something out of your business, I, I think it's a good idea to maybe, you know, go learn from somebody else for a short period of time. Obviously not forever. Pete. So I'm going to start off by saying that, Ed, you're you're plenty talented already. Like, I've seen your work. You're not you're not starting out. You don't necessarily you're not I don't think you're at a stage where you need someone to teach you the the major basics, you know, all the stuff. Um, that being said, you're in a very unique situation and, you know, retiring from the military, I'm assuming you're going to be, like Dan said, receiving some kind of pension uh, or retirement check that is hopefully enough to sustain you, which you would need, not need to work, which gives you a, a kind of a leverage in this situation. If this furniture shop or woodworking business, whatever it is, um, you know, if they're looking for an apprentice or whatever, like have the conversation with them kind of on the same level not applying as like an intern at a business but yeah. just tell them like let them let them know yeah, what your goals like, are hey i've been woodworking for situation. a while now i'm retiring from the military <laughs> i'd love to um you know help you out occasionally work a little bit uh we can do something paid or maybe just like me coming in here to help out whatever you need to figure out how you want to handle that and how much the education is worth to you um and basically lay your cards out on a table tell them that you know i'm not like I'm not coming here to sand for you for the next six months until I graduate to applying finish. Like you need to say that out of the gate. You need to kind of, you know, I'm not, right. obviously you don't have to be the stern, but once you have a good conversation, good report, I think it's, it's worth taking a shot because the worst, worst case scenario, they say like, no, I, I need a guy to just be cutting and joining lumber for the next like month. And like, maybe that's not what you need. Um, but I think if you have the conversation, you'll be pleasantly surprised by what they're willing to offer you and come at it with being on almost equal grounds where like I have skills that I can offer and I'd love to pick up your business skills and you can both benefit. Don't think of it as uh you know, you're the only one to benefit from it. Plus right now with the way the job market is and with COVID and everything, they're probably pretty desperate for help and might be willing to be a lot more flexible with whatever. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's just a good th good conversation to have with a local business because you might send some business to them. Maybe they'll send some business to you or something. Having that relationship, I think, is very important. But you're in a very unique situation where you can kind of negotiate that and, you know, not get taken advantage of, like, working for the man, working with the man. That makes sense? <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. -ish. Yeah. Good on you, man. All good right. on you, Ed. Chase it, Ed. The next one is from Moses Cho. Chosen Moses. Hey, gentlemen. My name is Moses with Chosen Craft Co. So a couple weeks ago, I, I was listening to the podcast. And oh, by the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So a couple weeks ago, I was listening to the podcast. And um, we have talked about this, or you guys have talked about it, actually, without me. But that's okay. <laughs> about contracts. And... Um, 
you know, just me starting out and finally sending some invoices and all that and getting some work online. I have QuickBooks. It's amazing. But it does that have any feature slash um, attachment thing that you could do to send contracts? But even more of a deeper question, I just wanted to know um, what you guys use um, as far as contracts and because I know my wife, she's a photographer and she actually purchased like a like a con. Yeah, I guess contract template for photographers from like a lawyer and everything is like professional and she is pretty much backed up um, with that contract. And it's so important. Anyways, before I make this too long, you guys get the point. But if you guys have any suggestions of where you get those things and or how how like safe you want to make it that would be amazing thanks guys anyone want to go yeah, i'll, I'll go I first because i'm i can answer the quick books. Be okay. the, probably the shortest answer but um i don't handle any contracts right now that is something that's crossed my mind and your wife did the right thing is just like hit up if you have a lawyer that maybe you've dealt with or something talk to them and have them write something up for you it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks but you're going to have that for as long as you have your business and you can have customers sign that obviously on case by case basis, you might not need it for a cutting board, but you might need it for a table. So I think that's a great idea. Um, and it's something that I will be pursuing myself within the next couple months as I'm taking on some larger jobs. Um, but as far as uh, if you're not doing a contract, just get anything and everything you can in writing. Uh, even on my, in QuickBooks, when I do the uh, invoicing, I write up a ton of stuff in that invoice as like kind of explaining the job and, and expectations so that there isn't a question about it. It's obviously not a contract, but at least some expectations are set. And by having them pay it or pay a deposit, they kind of acknowledge that they read that. Obviously not a binding contract, but it's I think it's a good idea. Um, let's go next. Dan? I'll go, Mike. Uh, QuickBooks does not have a contract thing built into it. You can attach contracts to invoices with a little paperclip there before you send. Uh, you can also, I believe, I'm, I might be making this up, but I'm almost certain you can add a footer to your invoices where you can drop some legal jargon in there. Um, it'll basically be on like the bottom side of the document or back side of the document. So, uh, But there's no contract widget or anything like that built in. It'd be, I can't imagine they'd be able to do anything like that. That put QuickBooks into like legal nightmare. Yeah. Um, get with a lawyer and have them draw you up a contract and you guys will have to have some conversations about what that needs to entail or not entail but if you're really wanting a contract have one made pay the money um, and that's really all I have to say about that <laughs> so I can send mine through I use Jobber for invoicing but when I was using QuickBooks through invoicing I can send mine through there as well with that paperclip it's just an attachment to the email document and you so, can sign up for DocuSign and, and just send out a link and have people sign it digitally as well yeah, and you can go to LegalZoom to find some boilerplate contracts. It might not yeah. apply to your But they're your easily trade. editable. Yeah. yeah, everything's editable. So, Dan? So, as a photographer, I use contracts for weddings because weddings are not repeatable. They're not – they're a one-and-done thing. You can't do them over, and, you know, unless you're going to shell out a bunch <laughs> of money and repay for That's the whole thing. That's weird. Wedding. I have. <laughs> nobody's doing that. Wow. As a photographer, nobody's doing that. <laughs> um <laughs> But for smaller jobs, I don't use contracts when it comes to photography. 
And with that said, I don't use contracts when it comes to my woodworking either because if something goes wrong, I can remake the thing. Now, if I were using, uh, not using, if I were doing business with uh, big commercial clients, there would definitely be contracts involved because that's just one thing that one business does for another business, I believe. But I'm all my clients are residential clients or single people, not single people, just like one person. Right. Singles only. <laughs> singles only. Daniel Dunlap singles would work. Only. Singles only. Uh, I only make furniture for single moms. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, person to person, basically, uh, I don't, I don't do contracts with, with those, those types of clients, but like Pete said, try to get everything in writing as much as possible, emails, texts, uh, what have you, uh, that way you at least have some sort of thing in writing so you can go back to and go, look, this is what we agreed on. Um, as far as QuickBooks, I'm not familiar. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go back a few questions. One of my goals this year is going to be uh, getting things uh, more organized, and I think I'm going to use quick. Dude, books. I'll do it with you while you're here. Let's do it. All right. Well, do you want to yes. do it while you're here? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, yeah. it's so great. You're gonna. It's twenty five bucks a month, dude. That's yeah. what 30, thirty or forty bow ties. <laughs> you get, no, you 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 sell your, yeah you'll, you'll gonna, pay, dude you'll pay for it in no yeah, time no, it's, it's like it's it. so worth it man we could get you my wife it, and i my wife and i need to sit down and go through all our taxes our our income and you know i got don't a even deal box. with it for 2020 i got a box yeah, of receipts and, yeah yeah it's, this dude, is gonna we'll be for it. next year let's this do it be for next year let's do it so, seriously yeah. let's do it you can this whole trip's going to be a write-off. You got to save Mike, all this stuff. You want to back off a little? He doesn't like to be told what to do. Absolutely. He doesn't like to be told what to do. Just back yeah. off a bit. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> he knows it. This is a place no, of love. I'm, I'm down because I want to. I want to see how you handle the back end, giggity, um, of, of your stuff too. Because <laughs> I have QuickBooks, but I only well, started. Well, a rag next to your bed. So I handle the I think I answered the question. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So long. Do we have any more? Uh, then, yeah, one more from Tommy G. What? Tommy G. Has That's this right. To say, ask clash question. Hey Don't guys, Thomas Goykovich here from uh, the Tommy G. Charcuterie board template on Etsy. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've heard of it. Uh, today, my question is about finishing uh, cutting boards and charcuterie boards. So I made I made a few this holiday season for people. And when I wrapped them up with my craft paper, no matter how much I wiped them down with dry, a dry cloth, some of the wax would still show up on the craft paper. It would still kind of seep through. And to somebody who's not a woodworker, it looks kind of like, you know, the package is greasy. So uh, not a big deal, but I don't know if, uh, what you guys do to prevent that from happening? Do you put a couple layers of, of craft paper or what? So, um, second question, uh, what have you sold the most of this holiday season? And uh, I'm guessing <laughs> one of your answers is going to start with a B and rhyme with schmotize, but I thought I'd ask anyways. Uh, thank you guys for doing, doing what you do. You're all super helpful, and I, I really appreciate you all. And hopefully I'll see you at the, uh, if you're having a maker meetup when you guys come to visit uh, Mike. So anyways, uh, Merry Christmas. Thanks again. I want to talk about, so Tommy had me, or Tom, it's his name's Thomas G. I mean, I call him Tommy G. I don't think he does. T-Money. I mean, T- I know he T- doesn't. Money. He actually likes the name. Yeah, T-Money. T- <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom Dickulis. Goykovich. No, uh, so Tommy, <laughs> Tom, Tom lives pretty close to me. He's like 15 minutes away. 
um, he's ordered some templates for me in the past, but he had me do a template for him, a custom template for a customer of his. And the, the cutting board actually got some traction and he was telling people that I made the template for him. So I actually turned the template into a template you can buy on my Etsy store. Mm-hmm. So I named it the Tommy G. It's just named the Tommy G board. And then, nice. uh, cause I give away all my boards different names, but it's also the first, it was one of the first digital template files I offered the file as. So there's the Tommy G template. You can buy the physical product or you can buy the digital product for that. Cause all those templates, I mean, we've all talked about it, but those templates we have, or I have on my store, I, I don't own those digital files. I can reproduce them as a template and sell that, but I can't sell the digital file because someone else made that. So uh, everyone's like, oh, can you sell my what if, file? I'm like, I'd love to, but what's up? Quick question. What if, if you modify edit? It? Yeah, what, what if you modify the original digital file? Then then are you allowed to sell it? Because that's usually I what I do. Have to, I think you'd have to... You're getting into gray area. I think you'd have to change it a bit. I mean, I don't I don't want to risk it. So, I, I mean, I was like, I've changed a few of them quite a bit. I have another one actually called The Shield that I actually need. I just remembered I need to get up there that I made for another guy. Uh, Wes, he was one of our – he was one of our patrons. He's not anymore. But he was uh, – I made one for, for Wes and I actually need to get one of that. But all those other ones, I don't even want to like get anywhere near that. That just seems like a huh. sticky wicket. I don't want to get anywhere near. I don't want to resell any of those things. I, so. I haven't been doing um, that. I, I was just curious all of a sudden. I actually, I fired up Affinity Designer and I've been really trying. That's another thing for 2022 is I want to start making my vectors in Affinity because you use. um, Affinity is great. I've been messing around with it. AI, right, Dan? Adobe Illustrator. Is that, do one of you guys use that or did I make that up? I think uh, Dan does it in Aspire, Affinity. Yeah, I do everything in Aspire. So I'm actually finding Affinity Design to be very, very fast. Like I'm really liking that there's extreme vector control in there. And Are you doing really the iPad nice or the computer so I'm trying one? to actually uh, – so I did it on my Mac and the iPad is way better because <laughs> you can use your pencil. Mm-hmm. So the Affinity Designer on Mac on the iPad is just really nice. I've been really <clears> liking it. I can do – I can pull nodes with the pen and stuff. Anyway, the point is, is I'm trying to make some more template designs that I think are cool – so I can add those offerings on my Etsy store. So um, that's the explanation for the Tommy thing. And I'll get to his question real quick. Um, so for the, you're not going to be able to stop those boards from uh, getting oily. You're just not. I usually do them in three layers of craft paper. And that typically is enough. Sometimes what I'll do if I have the time is I'll wrap them in the craft paper, set them all aside, and then I'll unwrap those and I'll wrap them in a new one before I ship. Uh, and then I'll actually reuse that greasy one from before. Not, it's not greasy. It's oily, but it looks greasy. Disgusting. Um, and then what was the other question? Uh, uh, top seller this holiday season. Oh, I didn't really have a top seller. I mean, templates are always moving. I'm always moving templates, but I, those aren't holiday related. Uh, I had a really varied holiday season. I mean, there was tables. There was step stools. There was uh, uh, cutting boards. I had a few cutting boards. Um, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, if you were to say by volume, it's cutting boards. Cause I had some corporate orders for customers and like one was eight boards and one was 30 boards. So, <laughs> uh, you know, by that number, that's, it's that, but by, by revenue stables for sure, like by, by landslide. So it kind of depends, but, uh, it was just a really busy holiday. So anyway, Dan finish uh, and I th- items. I think you passed it to me. Yeah. That you broke uh, up. Did. I did. Did he it did. break up? I'm sorry. Um, uh, well, I was going to say it sounds like maybe you're not given enough time for the the finish to cure. Maybe maybe try to plan a little bit more time 
before you start wrapping. I think he's using oil paper, like just straight mineral oil. Is he? I think. I mean, it can still like cure a little bit. I find that Odie's oil does it too, and so does. Bumble shoots. I mean, don't, those, okay. I don't want to talk well, about Odie's oil. Screw another thing I don't do is I don't wrap things in craft paper because it does soak up the oil and it makes it look greasy. I use bubble wrap. It doesn't show that oily mess. But I, I try to finish it, quote unquote, and wait a few days before I wrap it. Because sometimes I don't, I don't know exactly what you're doing, Tom, but if – Let's say you take a board and you you dunk it, you put it in an oil bath. If it has too much oil in it all at once, it will seep oil or wax for a day or two, uh, trying to balance everything out. So beware of that. <clears throat> but I don't use crap paper. I use bubble bubble wrap, so it doesn't show the the greasy mess. Pete. No, Dan, top seller. Oh, top seller, Shmotai. Well, which Shmotai? <laughs> the actually my number one seller is just the walnut pack of bow ties people want the walnut i think i have 14 15 i got 15 orders Ooh, unfinished dang. currently and uh eight or nine of them are just walnut bow ties i offer all nice. sorts i offer you know maple cherry zebra wood now Sobrano. uh birch hickory you know what's so walnut, funny is walnut I offer- is the top seller I offer all my things in cherry, walnut, uh, white oak, maple, uh, and ash. Oak. I only sell ma- walnut. That's all that yeah. sells. <laughs> no one people buys the walnut, man. One. Yeah, I mean, it's, I just it's thought just people sells. would want options, and <laughs> walnut is obviously the top seller. It just sells so well. That's it. Pete, thanks, Mike. <laughs> Um, so it's funny you guys say the the walnut part because my top seller. Oh, is, I thought Pete already no, went. No, no, that was the other <laughs> guy. It's like what's so awkward. Uh, so I'm gonna here? answer the second question first. Uh, so uh, the biggest seller this right. holiday season was 3D printed stuff. So they're actually the uh, Milwaukee tool holders and Dewalt tool holders were top sellers this year. Uh, now, as far as cutting boards go, my top sellers were actually uh, cherry. People really like the cherry this year. I, very odd. I don't know. But um, I still have a couple of walnut boards left, but almost all my cherry ones are gone. So of the, like, almost 30 that I made between large ones and, like, small little, like, you know, bar boards, uh, I sold probably 15 to 20 of them, something like that. Yeah, something, something on that number. And then uh, it's so hard to, like, pick one thing because I've had a lot of things sell. And the, you know, the last one is those ornaments. And now everyone's like already hitting me up for next year. They're like, you're going to do these next year, right? Because I, I want them for Christmas. I'm like, okay. And they're like, I didn't see them in your Etsy. I'm like, Dang it. I should have done it on my Etsy. But too late. Too little too late. I'll throw them up um, for next year. And then uh, as far as finishing cutting boards, so um, Tommy, Thomas, T-Dog, T-Money. I was running into the same issue because I use butcher paper. Thomathan. 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 Um, Thomas. <laughs> I, I also use... Um, Oh my god, I actually wrote Thomas on here by accident. Uh-huh. Uh, so I did use, I use butcher paper as well to wrap my boards. I had a lot of the blotching issues when I was using straight oil or an oil wax mix that was kind of more on the runny side. Since I started doing ODs and letting it cure for a few days, I don't have that issue anymore. Uh, however, to fix the issue during shipping and stuff, uh, 
you know, when I was oiling them up with just mineral oil or beeswax, uh, what I would do is you can go to the grocery store and get like, they're slightly larger. They're like sandwich bags, the same like thinness, but they're wider. They're like a, a foot wide or a foot and a half wide. And I don't know, like 18 inches long. You can put a whole cutting board in there, kind of tape it and then wrap it. So that oil is not seeping through. So that's one way you could do it just to kind of hide that. But I would maybe look at some different finishing options because I know exactly what you're talking about. That blotchiness is, you know, it looks oily when you get it. And it's kind of like, yeah, but try that. That's all I got. It looks like a, a napkin that's been wrapped around fries. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you get fries. But I do like the butcher Man, paper. Man, I'm hungry right now. A teenager's face. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> Wait, I think that's all the questions, right? That's it. Wowzer. So. Wowzer. Happy New Year's, you guys. I hope you had a great year. Big thanks to uh, you for supporting the show the whole year. It's been yeah. another great year. And what, we're a year and a, like a year and nine months into this thing. So oh, yeah. it's yeah. craziness. That's and guys, send in some so questions that we'll answer in two weeks. <laughs> so in two weeks, we're going to be doing this Yeah, again. we won't be back next week, like we said. We'll be doing some lives on Instagram. Heck yeah. Um, and just hanging out. So we're going to be doing it. You'll, you'll probably realistic. Every time we <laughs> get together, we're like, we're going to do lives every night. Nope. You're going to be here from us. <laughs> nope. You won't hear from us. We're just going to be enjoying our time together, to be very honest. We'll probably do like a live or two. Yeah. But me, Dan, and Peter. Each time we out. get together, so, we do less uh, and less. Hey, something I want to <laughs> I want to bring up real <laughs> fast is uh, we're getting pretty close to episode 100. Hundo. Cool. Very 100. Cool. And crazy. it may be timed to where... Episode 100 lands when we're in WorkbenchCon. Have we discussed this? Do you want to discuss it? Or should we leave it open and maybe discuss it at a later date? Uh, we we need to wait to for an email on something real quick. We oh, I'm waiting to hear okay. back for something on Monday. So we need to wait on that before we make any announcements. So. Sounds okay. good. I well, think. Keep that in the back of your minds. Our... Episode 100 is coming up. <laughs> Usually we yeah, give gonna, stuff that's, away that, the email... on the big ones. Probably won't, but we might. Right. We gave away yeah, we lots of stuff on 50, didn't we? <clears throat> um, Was it 50? We did lots yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we gave away. We got, I, someone's got to get busy looking at this. Pete gave away brand, his virginity. So I'll start talking to that Was guy. It, it $100 <laughs> worth of my virginity. <laughs> Just two servings. <laughs> two servings and 50 bucks a piece. Uh, all right. Big thanks to you guys for supporting the show. Keep sharing the show. Uh, leave us those stupid reviews. We love those. Uh, let's – let's well – Keep sharing the stupid reviews. We love them. I'm not going to call anyone out. Uh, so <laughs> keep those reviews coming. We love them. Uh, thank you to the patrons. You guys are awesome. Keep them PG. And uh, <laughs> happy, happy, have a happy new year. No, no. Keep PG-13. But some of them are getting MT a little 17. crazy. Like, <laughs> like, like some of the reviews on the different on the Yelp page and on the on the AWP page are getting. Um, we're not going to read them. Risque. So if you want us to, re- yeah. If you want us to read them, you know, go you, check them you out. Can be Drive funny and, and goofy and stuff. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, make it so we can read it. So if someone's listening in their minivan for some reason, their kids hear it and they don't turn into monsters. So, uh, anyway. Yes. You guys are awesome. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, we, we appreciate you guys very much. So thanks for all the support. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great New Year's. Bye. Love you too. Bye. See you next year. Love you long time. Bye. Bye.